Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and today, it's you and me, and we're going to be talking about the libertarian, democratic hero governor, Jared Polis. Well, that might not be the take of uh, one particular article we're going to be reading today from Newsweek, but before we get there, want to go ahead and give a shout-out to today's sponsor. At this point, you should know him, and I... I pray you love him as well. Um, Mikel Thorup from the Expat Money Show and the host of the Expat Money Summit taking place November 7th through November 11th, 2022. Five days, 30 expert speakers. Join us for this free virtual summit at briannicholsshow.com forward slash expat. And also you can sign up for uh, a week, and I promise you will reap the benefits for generations. And by the way, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Expat Money Podcast between now and then. Get all learned, Mikel. Make sure he catches you up on the world of expatriation so you're all set for the Expat Money Summit. Again, taking place there the 7th through the 11th of November. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat and get your free tickets today. All right, folks. So we've uh, we talked about him here on the program in the past, and that is Governor Jared Polis of uh, Colorado. And we've talked about him for a number of reasons, mainly being, well, we've heard him be, quote, a libertarian darling. And and we've heard this time and again, Justin Amash was a big fan of him uh, when they were together in Congress. And uh, we also, I know, just heard recently Nick Gillespie. Uh, he had uh, Jared Polis there on the Reason interview, uh, which if, if you have not had the chance to go subscribe, great, great interview series that, that Nick Gillespie does over at uh, at Reason. But really quick, I want to go and check out this article that was written um, over at Newsweek because, uh, believe it or not, there are some folks <laughs> who are not a fan of Jared Paulson and rather think that he is is actually a lot more radical and not moderate in, in the slightest when you compare him to the way that he's been uh, ca- characterized or, or at least he's made himself out to be. So this is an article over from Newsweek. It's called Don't Be Fooled. Go- uh, Colorado Governor Jared Paulus is no moderate. I'll go ahead and read this. And by the way, for our uh, our audio listener, if you want to go ahead and follow along over on YouTube, go ahead to briannicholshow.com. The YouTube version of this episode will be right there. You can go ahead and see what we're seeing, uh, but I'll go ahead and read it here for you. But yes, they say, uh, and by the way, this is so pertinent because we've seen the conversation about, well, will Joe Biden make it? Uh, and the I guess the answer has become more and more apparent, probably not, uh, in terms of whether he can run or if he can just make it through his term. Uh, and also, he'll be like, what, 90, 100 by the time that his term would actually end if he were to win in 2024. So uh, this article starts off with Jared Paulus. He's running for president. He'll deny it, and he has denied it. But in the last month or so, the Colorado governor's publicity people have been busy. Paulus has written an op-ed in the Washington Post defending charter schools. Libertarian journalist Nick Gillespie, hey, there he is, recorded a glowing podcast profile for reason. There was a holiday weekend puff piece in the Hill, and this Monday, the Wall Street Journal praised Paulus for standing up to the climate lobby. All these pieces have one aim, to make the progressive Democratic governor look as though he's not all that progressive. 
Indeed, maybe he's a moderate or even a liberal with libertarian leanings who will keep the government off your back. I frequently hear out-of-state conservatives hopeful for someone to pull the Democrats back from their current woke insanity offer this description as their impression of Paulus. Those of us, though, who have seen his governance here in Colorado up close and personal know better. All right. Consider Paulus' support for charter schools. He comes by that honestly and is featured on the Democrats for Education Reform page as a champion of school reform. But the delegates who put Paulus on the primary ballot for governor in 2018 told the state chapter of DF, uh, DFER to stop using the word Democrats in their name, effectively booting the organization out of the party. Since then, Paulus has done little to nothing to ruffle the feathers of the teachers' unions or welcome the group back to the state party. Reason may ask whether Paulus is, quote, the most libertarian governor in America, but libertarianism doesn't mean standing aside and letting municipalities do your dirty work for you. Paulus led Denver Mayor Michael Hancock lead, a lead on coronavirus, uh, coronavirus lockdowns in mass before imposing a statewide lockdown himself. Paulus also signed a bill allowing cities and counties to enact stricter but not looser gun regulations than the state imposes, and there's nothing particularly libertarian about opening the door to public employee unions in a traditionally non-union state like Colorado. I'll, I'll pause right there. Um, huh. I, I'm a little torn on that one, uh, honestly, because if we're, if we're being fair, um, so let's let's take this first uh, first bit here, right? Now, now this is the the understanding that nobody here is a fan of the coronavirus lockdowns. We have been against these mandates from the very onset. But to say that it's not libertarian for him to to let the localities make these decisions, I mean, it, it, it's, it's something I think we'd actually prefer to see because we've seen the alternative, right? We've seen what happens when you have a, a governor who will do the exact opposite. In this case, let's look at the blue states. I mean, Cuomo up in New York, who, who, I mean, we forget he was one of the, the champions for lockdowns. Um, Whitmer up in, in Michigan, Murphy, New Jersey, uh, Wolf, Pennsylvania, uh, Newsom in California. All these blue governors, they, they locked their states down and they did so by using the, the bully pulpit of the governorship. So frankly, I mean, yeah, he brings up the, the imposing the statewide lockdown himself. The policy, uh, did it. Yeah, that, that focus on that, but don't, I wouldn't focus so much on the fact that he he was he didn't do anything to stop those local uh, mayors from doing that. I, I think we would rather see that be the process versus the the vice versa, which again we saw take place in those blue states. Uh, the other thing that they brought up was uh, Paulus signing a bill that uh, allowing cities and counties to enact stricter but not looser gun gun regulations than the state. I I, I hear the the complaint about the not looser, and trust me, I, I'm I'm as Pro two A's they come. I, I you know firmly believe in the right to bear arms, especially with the way the world's going right now. Um, but again, I, I think we do want more of this autonomy back to these localities. So from a two A standpoint, yeah, not exactly a conservative or pro Second Amendment argument, but from a a libertarian maybe maybe more federalist and maybe that's the approach I, I would rather take here is this is more of a federalist approach that I would rather see I think a lot of us would rather see too and I'm not sure the libertarian critique is really worth it here and um the the particularly nothing uh, about uh libertarian about opening the door to public employee unions in a traditionally non-union state like Colorado fair um yeah public unions don't like those in general because that just creates a system where you have unions literally going against the taxpayers which okay that doesn't seem weird or anything. Um, so let's continue this, reading this article here. <clears throat> As for standing up for the climate lobby, I'm sorry, up to the climate lobby, Paulus, 
is the climate lobby. Ooh, fighting words. Uh, the journal editorial board praises him in vetoing a new requirement to include electric vehicle charging points in new residential buildings, but in the same session, Powell signed a bill requiring updated municipal building codes that have added up to $70,000 to the cost of new homes in towns where they have been implemented. And he did this in a state with one of the most unaffordable metropolitan areas for housing in the entire country. Yeah, definitely, that's, that's a... Absolutely, uh, you know, spot-on critique. For the, all the t uh, talks in the in the hill of not telling people what to do, Paulus is a champion at telling people what to do. In addition to his home in Boulder, he owns vacation houses in rural Weld County. But a neighbor put up a fracking well, and Paulus bankrolled a statewide initiative imposing a 2,000-foot setback for new drilling. And when voters decisively rejected that initiative at the polls, he worked with the legislator to pass similar legislation, anyways. So. What's the presidential play for someone who doesn't even show up on the predicted roster of potential 2024 Democratic nominees? Mapalas hopes to be reelected as governor by a comfortable margin, which would make him an outlier in this fall's expected Democratic bloodbath, and it will be a, a bloodbath. With progressives doing well in Democratic primaries, they will be obvious scapegoats. There's still the matter of the incumbent president. Primarying a sitting president running for re-election has traditionally been route to disaster, either for the challenger, if the challenger is weak, or for the party, if the challenger is strong. Joe Biden has reportedly been telling people he'll run a gun, God help us, and God help him. But as that's my commentary, by the way. But as speculation about possible alternatives grows, the party powers that are, uh, the powers that be are given the green light for alternatives to step forward. Paulus's comfortable re-election, if all goes according to plan in a Republican year, in a state that continues to trend towards blue dominance, would combine with a non-threatening persona and a general impression that he has some libertarian or even conservative leanings that makes him very interesting to Dem Democrats desperately looking for a viable general election candidate. Republicans should take a little comfort in the fact that Paulus doesn't yet have much of a national profile. He was one of the original architects of the Colorado blueprint that turned the state from solid red to increasingly solid blue starting in 2004. He's a clever politician, mostly letting others advance the progressive agenda, occasionally pushing back at the edges, but always from the left to give the impression of being a centrist. Increasingly, 2024 is looking like a Republican year, and even the potential for a realignment that produces a durable Republican majority. However, there are ways conservatives can blow this generational opportunity. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? One is by playing along with the dangerous mythology out uh, defined by their opponents. Uh, and that's where the article ends. Uh, so I'm not really great ending, I guess, to that article. But I, I think the, the sounding uh, argument and, and position there is, yeah, there are a lot of red flags about Jared Paulus. And I think this goes to both, I guess, on the left, and, and maybe this is a lesson to me as well, on the right, we have to, to pay attention to who it is that we align ourselves with, especially when they might, I say might not, they, they definitely will use the libertarian sentiment that is, it's indicative in just the way that we Americans approach life, it seems. I mean, we, we have this libertarian underlying theme that, that just, it guides us. And it's really down to the idea of not hurting people and not taking their stuff. So I think... You know, there, there is a, a definite, definite appeal for someone like Jared Paulus that then the main question obviously becomes, well, will the Democrats embrace him? And we've seen more and more so over the past few years, the Democrats have started to embrace more of those loud voices from the progressive left, more and more so to the point that now they are leading 
the narrative. They are leading the messaging in many cases for what not only the uh, the agenda sh- would would be or should be for the Democrats, but what it actually is ended up being. And we're seeing this right now with the Biden administration, with a, a lot of the far left folks who've been put in, in positions of power there. So, you know, will will Jared Polis be embraced by Democrats? Maybe some sane Democrats who are looking at what's happening right now and saying, you know, hey, we we need to uh, slow down. But then to this uh, article's point, is that necessarily the the best thing for for Republicans? Because it might be a situation, or not just Republicans too, but libertarians, because he he will bring the persona of this libertarian, small L libertarian, democratic self to uh, the the electorate, and will voters buy that? And and w- is it accurate? That's the other question too. So uh, I'll I'll leave you there with that, folks. A shorter episode for today. I thought it was interesting because yeah, we hear about Governor Paulus all the time because he is. As Nick Gillespie said, the most uh, libert or one of the most libertarian-leaning governors in America. Now I, I challenge that a little bit, and by that I mean a lot of it. Uh, however, with that being said, there definitely has been a growing, uh, you know, warm feeling it seems from some folks in the small L liberty camp towards Governor Paulus. And again, going back to you know the beginning, I think it goes you know to Justin Amash being in in Congress and working with him hand in hand on a lot of issues, and him looking at him as an ally, and that's fair. Uh, but is he necessarily someone that is our target market in some areas? Yes, but in a lot of areas, I would say probably not. So it is important for us, I think, to also acknowledge who we are speaking to. Um, another thing that happened recently, I'm not sure if you guys pay attention to this, but the New Jersey gym owner, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he uh, he was the one who fought back during the entire pandemic, um, keeping his gym open. He was going to run for governor, not governor, for uh, Congress as a Republican, lost in the primary, and now he has switched his affiliation to Libertarian. I know he's he's joined the Libertarian Party, and I think he's still considering running, or he is still running, um, but either way, we're seeing, I think that is the person we want to speak more to. It's not the person who is in this squishy, centrist, moderate, weird kind of like, they want to be small L libertarian, but they still want to to have a little bit of that wokeness and progressive buy along with them. I, I think we need to get a, I say, I think, I firmly believe we need to get away from that being the person we're targeting and instead target more of your average person, your gym owner, right? Your, your business owner, your average person. That's who we should be speaking to. So uh, with that being said, uh, I do want to end today's episode with a, a special shout out to another one. One of our awesome sponsors, and that is Ebels. Uh, now, Ebels has been here from the very, very beginning, and I, I cannot thank them enough for being a just consistently awesome sponsor, but also a consistently awesome product. I've been using Ebels. I'm holding up right now for the YouTube washer. They can see the Ebels freeze gel. I've been using that literally daily the past few weeks for my back. Um, but also, they have a lot of other great products from topicals to uh, ingestibles. Uh, and I, again, for anybody who's weirded out by the idea of CBD, guys, CBD, it's all health, no high. So you don't have to worry about anything there. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash Ebels, 15% off at checkout. Uh, please, if, if you're interested, in in Ebels, I promise you, you will not regret the the one time. Just go one time. It's all it takes to experience the Ebels difference for yourself. Start your uh, better future uh, t- tomorrow. What, what is my expression? Start your better tomorrow today. Yeah, something like that. But hey, either way, Ebels, go get check them out. BrianNicholsShow.com 
forward slash Ebels. Yeah, you can tell. I'm tired. It's been a day, folks. Uh, and with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap things there. If you enjoyed this shorter episode, please do me a favor. Go ahead and give it, it a share. And when you do, give yours truly a tag at B Nichols Liberty. Otherwise, uh, we have a great guest coming up for you tomorrow. I'm going to keep that hidden behind the scenes. But uh, otherwise, oh, by the way, did you check out yesterday's episode? So yesterday we had uh, Ted... Um, oh my goodness, Ted's name just escaped me. Um, he's a senator down in, in uh, was a senator down in Colorado, Ted Harvey, there we go, sorry, uh, who joined us, and he is also the chairman of the, uh, it's the Committee to Defeat the President, it was the Committee to Defend the President, uh, StopJoe.com, I'll include that video over here, uh, so if you're here on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and click that, check that video out, and also, if you're here over on the audio version of the podcast, just click the artwork, it'll bring you right to BrianNicholsShow.com, where you can find today's episode, you can find the video version of the program, and the entire transcript of today's episode. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific need. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today.